Live from Delaware's News Center, you're listening to Delaware's Afternoon News. Here's Chris Carl. Good afternoon. Sunshine, 86 degrees in Wilmington at 3.03. We're learning more about yesterday's fatal shooting in a school parking lot in Smyrna. WDEL's Amy Cherry has details. State police say the fatal shooting of a woman in the parking lot of Smyrna Middle School was part of a murder-suicide with another victim tied to the incident. Police say a 47-year-old husband shot his 38-year-old wife during an argument as the two arrived at school to pick up their daughter for a medical appointment. The suspect, who hasn't been identified, then fled in another vehicle he had parked nearby. He led officers on a chase that ended after he shot himself and crashed into a wooded area in Galena, Maryland. He later died at the hospital. Police say a second victim, a 21-year-old acquaintance, of the wife was also found shot to death at a home on the 800 block of McLean Gardens in Smyrna. Amy Cherry, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. Violence continues in Wilmington with a man killed in an assault last night. Police say it happened at 4th and DuPont Streets. A 36-year-old man was taken to the hospital where he later died. Police have not released other details about the assault. So far, no arrests have been made. The burned body of a missing Wilmington man was found in Puerto Rico over the weekend. 24-year-old Tariq Lowett was visiting Old San Juan Saturday when police say he went to make a drug purchase, according to the Associated Press. Lowett and his friend took photos when they were warned not to, and police say they were attacked by a crowd, beaten with weights, a piece of wood, and a deep fryer. Lowett's friend escaped and was hospitalized. Lowett was reported missing. His body turned up off the coast west of San Juan. Authorities say he died of a gunshot wound. One person critically injured in a rollover crash late last night in the Albin Park neighborhood. County paramedics and five-point firefighters were called to Homestead Road just after 11.30 p.m., finding the vehicle overturned. The victim taken to Christiana Hospital in critical condition. County police are investigating. Well, the man of the family shot and killed by Newcastle County Police in January has filed a lawsuit against the county, its police department, and the three officers involved. WDEL's Mike Phillips with an update. Only thing we can do is file a lawsuit and through the process of the, the lawsuit, try and find answers for the family. Among the answers that attorney Emeka Igwe wants on behalf of Lyman Moses's family is the names of the three officers involved in the incident who are only listed in the lawsuit as John Doe 1, 2, and 3. And that frustrates Igwe. In fact, it's the number one complaint that a family has had is that they still don't know who murdered their loved one. They don't know who murdered uh, Mr. Moses. Igwe also wants the FBI to launch an investigation into the Moses case, as they have done for the shooting death of Andrew Brown in North Carolina. Newcastle County officials had no comment on the lawsuit. Mike Phillips, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. Still to come, how often do you check your cell phone? What a new survey says the average is. Plus, your forecast from the WDEL Weather Center's next. I'm Chris Carl. Thanks for joining us here on WDEL. Stay tuned. Delaware's afternoon news continues in just a moment. Today is Mike Anderson Day on WDEL. Give Mike a call or text and wish him a happy day. Hi, it's Peter MacArthur, Delaware's Morning News. Everything you need to know as you head into work, along with Traffic Watch on the Nines, your National Weather Service forecast. That's 530 to 9. Then at 9 a.m., Delaware. We talk with those people making headlines in our area and the newsmakers making decisions that affect you and your family. Delaware's Morning News, 530 to 9, Delaware, 9 to 10, each weekday morning. AM 1150, 101.7 FM, and WDEL.com. Where's Joe? Will the roads be blocked for a motorcade today? Keep tabs with our presidential locator on WDEL.com. 
Here's your forecast from the WDEL Weather Center. After another delightful afternoon, we'll have cloudy skies tonight with a slight chance of showers late, low down to 65. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers through the day and maybe a thunderstorm in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high 79. Those showers continue tomorrow night into the first thing Friday morning. Otherwise, partly sunny, breezy Friday, high 71. Peaking ahead of the weekend, sunshine both days. Breezy on Saturday, high 66. We'll get up to 75 on Sunday. Phillies looking to bounce back tonight in St. Louis. The third game of a four-game set against the Cardinals. Vince Velasquez getting the start for the Phils. Our pregame coverage here on WDEL starts at 7:10. The Orioles hosting the Yankees again tonight at Camden Yards. And the Sixers are home to take on the Atlanta Hawks. The Sixers ending that four-game losing streak Monday against Oklahoma City. The Hawks come in having won four of six, tip off after 7 o'clock tonight from the Wells Fargo Center. Also in your news this afternoon, President Biden will speak tonight about his $1.8 trillion American Families Plan. The American Family Plan is going to look forward at bold investments in opportunity and equity and quality of life. Senator Coons on WDEL this morning outlining where some of those investments would be made. Investments in um, school paid family leave, tuition-free community college and child care. Coons calls it a generational plan. All things that will make it possible for American families and workers to get back to work, to strengthen our economy, and to make us more competitive globally. The president's speech to a joint session of Congress scheduled for 9 p.m. You'll find coverage on WDEL.com. With school board elections coming up, a local organization's helping Delawareans get to know the candidates who will shape the future of education for Delaware's kids. Here's WDEL's DJ McEnany. During a Delaware PTA-hosted debate for a position on the Brandywine School Board ahead of the May 11th election, candidates were asked about bathroom usage rights for transgender students. Tanya Hetler says they need a safe space. If biological boys were allowed in the girls' room, they might take advantage of that fact. So I would propose allowing the kids to use the nurses' bathroom so that they wouldn't be feeling awkward and uncomfortable and different from the other people who were there. While Kimberly Stock says they need a plan that creates a sense of inclusion. We can't just come up with safe plans for them. We need to help them see their place in our schools, in our society. Imagine how that might feel, having to use the nurse's bathroom and to announce to everybody why that is. That is othering them. A third candidate, Scott Guesty, was unable to attend due to illness. DJ McEnany, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. You having trouble staying off your phone? Digital device dependency is growing, according to a recent review news.org survey americans check their phones 262 times a day that's about once every five and a half minutes and it's an all day and night affair 62 percent said they sleep with their phones while 80 percent of people say they check their phone minutes after waking up and 70 percent said they check their devices while on the toilet that's cbs's diane king hall who says according to the survey about half of americans consider themselves addicted to their devices CBS's Jim Crisula reports on Girl Scout cookies coming by extra special delivery. A company affiliated with Google is using drones to deliver Girl Scout cookies in Virginia. The town of Christiansburg has been a testing ground for commercial delivery drones. The company called Wing started talking to Girl Scout troops because they've had a harder time selling their iconic cookies with fewer people out and about during the pandemic. Well, a Maryland man was kicked off a flight for not wearing a face mask while eating a bag of candy. 
County. Avi Mandel says it's not fair. There was no explanation. There was nothing. The Baltimore County man was waiting for his Southwest Airlines flight to take off from BWI Marshall Airport when he opened a pack of Twizzlers. A flight attendant told him to put his face covering back on, but shortly after, the plane returned to the gate and Mandel was escorted off by security. He later learned that a new federal mandate requires passengers to wear a face mask at all times, including in between bites. And if I knew this rule ahead of time, I would have happily listened. Lisa Mateo, CBS News. Still to come here on WDEL, sources say Rudy Giuliani willingly handed over all electronic devices during an FBI raid of his home this morning. Right now at 3.15, here's the latest WDEL coronavirus update. I'm Chris Carl. The mask mandate is still in effect in Delaware, requiring you to wear a mask in indoor public places. Though the CDC says masks are not necessary outdoors when by yourself, with your household, or in small groups, they are still required for large outdoor events like concerts or games. Also under revised state guidelines, restaurants in Delaware can now seat 10 people to a table outdoors. Indoor tables are still restricted to six people. Also, the state now says high school spring sport athletes are allowed to unmask, except for boys lacrosse. 29% of American adults have been fully vaccinated. The number in Delaware is almost 29%, with 75% of Delaware seniors fully vaccinated. And 41% of the state's population has gotten at least the first dose. The state's averaging 6,300 shots per day. Everyone 16 and older in the U.S. is eligible for the vaccine. You can find appointments by going to vaccinerequest.delaware.gov. The CDC says the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are 94% effective in keeping the elderly out of hospitals. The study found the two vaccines are 64% effective with just one shot. Delaware's key COVID metrics continue to trend down. The state's adding on average 266 new cases each day, its lowest point in the last two weeks. Delaware's positivity rate has been trending lower, now at 5.4%. COVID hospitalizations are down to 149. Delaware's death toll, though, did increase by 5 to 1,622. And keep it here for continuing updates on WDEL, Delaware's News Radio.